Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. Sarah will be back with us soon. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining me today, Pastor Brady Finner, new host of Thy Strong Word on KFUO. He's also pastor of Messiah Lutheran Church in Sartell, Minnesota. Pastor Finner, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Thank you. I should say welcome back to the Coffee Hour. You've been on the Coffee Hour numerous times before, um, always uh, willing to come on and, and share something insightful for us as a pastor, and now doing that on a daily basis, a weekday uh, daily basis, uh, studying God's Word on Thy Strong Word. Uh, we're so glad to have you with us. We're thankful for uh, all the great work that Pastor um, A.J. Espinosa did and uh, in leading us in Thy Strong Word when uh, that was produced by the Office of National Mission. Now excited to have you with us. Uh, with Thy Strong Word, produced by KFUO. So I think one of the pressing questions is, who is this Brady Finnern guy out of Minnesota? Like, <laughs> this guy from Minnesota. He's a pastor in Minnesota. What, what else do we know about him? So where did you grow up? Well, I don't know if it's that pressing. I don't know. But uh, yeah, <laughs> where did I, I grow up? I, I am a, a Minnesotan. I, I grew up here. I was born here. My parents moved here when I was in the womb. And then I left for seminary and uh, and then four years near Milwaukee as, as a pastor and, and came back 10 and a half years ago. So been here, know the language, know the people, um, know the situation. So yeah, that's what I am, a Minnesotan. A Minnesotan, they... they uh called a native to who could speak the language uh how minnesotan are you what is it is it, are there different scales of of being minnesotan well that's a good question i think if you're from minneapolis st paul there's a certain level but if you're from somewhere else than minneapolis st paul it's kind of the uh upper tier the the uh, third heaven is that what paul calls it i can't remember um but no it's kind of there's a lot of uh i don't I haven't really had that conversation before but those who are from here appreciate others who are from here, or at least who else who are interested in being from here are always interesting too. But yeah, no, everybody's very, very loyal and very, um, very, we, we act humble, even though secretly we're inwardly very narcissistic, but we don't want to talk about that because that could get embarrassing. <laughs> so is it, is it, is it Minnesotan to, to talk about being a Minnesotan? Well, we is try that... not to, we try not to because yeah. it might be arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> So it's it's a funny thing, you know. So if, if things are um, things are going really well, we don't want anyone to think that uh, that we are, you know, arrogant, or we think, you know, we don't want to look like we're going really well because then other people would feel bad because it's not going well for them. So you say, "How you doing?" And if things are going really well, like you just won the lottery type thing, you said, "Well, you know, um, could be worse." <laughs> <laughs> and then if things are not going well, you don't want people to know that things aren't going well because then it gets awkward and kind of, kind of ridiculous. And so we just say, we can't complain, you know? <laughs> so it's just one of those, if you really want to get a fullness to this, just look up on Google, um, talking Minnesotan and uh, PBS literally had like an eight, um, session, uh, t- discussion about how to talk Minnesotan. And one of them is when things get awkward, you just say, you bet. So it's just, I mean, it's fascinating. I, I suggest everyone to look at it and then listen to my show and you probably get a full understanding of how I am and what's this guy's deal. So there it is, How to Talk Minnesotan on Google. 
So how many times have you said you bet on uh, thy strong word so now, far? Now I'm wondering, you know, I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> uh, do some analytics. <laughs> oh, I got to be careful. I don't want to say any more about Minnesota. This is getting embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well, I'll let up on the, I, I won't ask any Minnesotan trivia then. Uh, the trivia. I think that's a St. Louis thing though, isn't it? Trivia yeah, nights. Absolutely. That's a St. Louis trivia thing. Trivia in, hi- in uh, high schools. Yeah. Trivia in high schools. <laughs> What high school did you go to? Yeah, you were here in St. Louis long enough to to learn a little bit about the St. Louis culture, right? Yeah, I did. Four, three years. Three years. Yep. <laughs> well, tell us uh, about uh, the congregation you serve, Messiah Lutheran Church in Sartell, Minnesota. Tell us about the saints there at, at Messiah. Yeah, I've, I've uh, Messiah Lutheran Church is 41 years old. It was uh, founded in 1980. At that time, the town of Sartell was uh, about 2,000 people. Um, now, 41 years later, it is about a town of 20,000 people, and so it's been a very fast-growing uh, community. Uh, the Saints here, we have about 100, 100 people on a Sunday, maybe a little bit less right now, but very strong congregation um, in, in the Word, very active in Bible study, very active in caring for their church. Most of, um, they, had, they built two major building projects here, and the first church was literally built mainly by um, the whole congregation. And the only reason that they didn't do the roof was because it was January and two guys almost fell off the roof. And so they're like, okay, we better hire this one out. So <laughs> it just gives you an idea about how these people are. But very, very humble people, very, um, very pious in the sense of they come to church, they read their Bibles, um, they're continuous in prayer. And uh, it's, you know, like anybody else during COVID, it's been been difficult, but a lot of things have been faithful in giving, faithful in service. And it's just a joy to be here 10 and a half years because, uh, you know, by 10 and a half years, you, you know a lot about each other. And so there's probably been a lot of you bet moments, you know, as a congregation and their pastor, but uh, no place I'd rather be. And um, it's, a, it's a joy to serve among the saints at Messiah Lutheran. Well, we are thankful that uh, the saints at Messiah Lutheran Church have so graciously uh, allowed you to, uh, 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 well, they're sharing you, uh, that uh, sharing your gifts and talents, letting you um, spend some time with us and uh, with, with KFUO listeners studying God's word together. And it, what what greater thing can we do when we come together mm-hmm. than study God's word? Amen. Um, and so we're, we're so thankful that the, the saints at Messiah are willing to share this wonderful gift of, of their pastor with so many people. Tell us more about um, why you accepted the invitation to host Thy Strong Word. Well, I would say it begins with the summer of 2002. I had uh, graduated from Gustavus Adolphus College. I was going to go to seminary, but I had to do an internship. And I did an internship actually at the International Center of the LCMS. And I had a health and exercise science degree. And so for that summer, I served an internship in the International Center and did fitness programs with people and um, I worked under uh, President Harrison um, and under World Relief and Human Care and did a lot of things with that. And I would never forget because I, w- I, I lived at the seminary. I wasn't going to school yet. And then I would drive to the IC. And I'll never forget listening to 800, 850 KFUO and listening to the Bible study and listening to um, different programs on KFUO. And I just remember being so um, refreshed by everything that KFUO did because when they would speak, they didn't speak like, well, we don't know if First uh, Corinthians is real. You know, Paul, you know, he's a little bit shady in this. Or Jesus's uh, words, I don't know if he actually said that. And that's what I had throughout college. It was a wonderful college mm. experience. Met my wife there. 
Um, but uh, it was just awful theologically. And listening to KFUO was like, wow, this is great. Like they're telling me that the Bible's true, that they, they're telling me that history affirms this. And so you just had all these great people. So driving there and back to seminary was one of my favorite part of the days. I had a good internship too, by the way, but it was a favorite part because you were so filled with truth as opposed to more questions. And Lord have mercy, when you start seminary, you have enough questions in your life. You just want <laughs> proclamation, you know, um, uh, you want proclamation. And I got it 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back every single day. So that's part of the reason why I've always loved uh, uh, what KFUO is and what you guys do. And God opened up some doors so that I was able to do it at this time. And uh, thanks be to God for that. Yes, thanks be to God. And, you know, I, I love your KFUO story, how KFUO made such a, an impact on you and was such a, a support to you as a seminarian. Now, the, the, the neat thing about being on campus at the seminary is the the tower is there, the transmitter is there. So no matter what you put your radio on, you still get KFUO probably. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Right. It or just even naturally, it just naturally goes to that. It just naturally goes to 850. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Signal's so strong there. You just pick up any speaker and it's picking up KFUO, right? Yeah, uh, right. So right. you were you were just listening to KFUO uh, all the time there and how uh, you, you mentioned how refreshing that was to be able to hear God's word on a regular basis to, to be able to study God's word, hear God's word being studied and to be a part of that study as a listener. Um, how important that is to, to hear that on a regular basis. Um, I just, I, I love hearing that story because that that's a, a great reminder that what we're doing on KFUO is so important of, of studying God's word. Um, how that makes a difference for so many people. And now to have a listener uh, come around full circle and uh, now being a host on KFUO and uh, hosting Thy Strong Word, we're, we're so grateful for uh, your willingness to, to come on board and, and to, to lead us in this. So what was it like? Uh, you've been on, what, a couple of weeks now? Uh, mm -hmm. that, that first day coming on the air on Thy Strong Word, having been a listener uh, and now coming on as a host, was that a little scary? Oh, it was, it was incredibly scary. I, I felt like I was on, <laughs> I was on uh, uh, Vicarage again. You know, I never forget that night, first night, <laughs> the Saturday night before you do your first sermon on Vicarage. You know, everybody basically is very patient with you. Everyone understands this is what's going on, but still you're terrified and so, you know, I talked to you and I talked to a few other people and I said, I feel like I'm a vicar again, which which was quite, quite humbling to experience. But at the same time, though, it, it's wonderfully um, it's a wonderful joy in, in the same way, because, you know, you're challenging yourself. And my respect, my my respect level for what you and Sarah and everyone else who goes on the radio does is skyrocketed because you don't realize the amount of time that you put into it and the requirement of having to fill in empty space. You know, which pastors do anyways, I and mean, we, we, we are to talk, so it's just kind of, it's not really an issue there. But just to do it well, and and the respect I have, I've listened to a lot of radio people over the last few months, and it's just been really fun to experience that new challenge, new excitement, and obviously centered in God's word, which was really the selling point for my, my bride and and for uh, for the church. It's like, listen, this is about the word of God, and you, we can be in the Bible every single day, and you can do it with me, and you don't have to, like, see me. You can leave when I don't <laughs> say something I like, you know. You don't have to worry about kind of some bad food I bring or something. I mean, this is, we can do this together, and that's how I see the extension of this, is not only for our listeners, but also for my own congregation and serving them. 
And you did something fun in your first week and a half. Uh, you invited listeners to uh, to contact us, to email us, and let us know where they're listening from. And you got listeners from all over to respond. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I asked, I asked you, is this, is this okay? And and you're like, <laughs> sure. I was like, I, I don't know. And so I asked for emails. <laughs> where are you listening from? Just say I'm listening from so and so, and I got it from 25 different states. Um, and that was really exciting because you would hear um, someone from South Carolina and then someone from Florida. And, and it was funny because you might think, well, because I got about 45 emails and you might think, wow, how many of those were your family? And I can verify only my mom and dad are the only people from my family who wrote in. My, my kids didn't. I have four kids. My kids didn't. My wife didn't. None is this my mom and dad. And I kind of told them not to, but they did anyways. Um, so we did 25 different states and then also four different countries. I, I count Canada, even though it's Ontario, just right next to the border there. Yeah. One run from the Philippines, one from Sri Lanka, and the other one from Jamaica, of all places. I don't think we have a Missouri Synod Church in Jamaica, if I'm right. Do we? I don't think we did. That's a good question. Yeah, we'll have to have to research that. But I, I don't think there's any quote Lutheranism, um, definitely not LCMS presence there. So that was a shocker, but that was a lot of fun. So yeah, and it was fun too because I made a commitment that first week at least. Someone sends an email, I'm gonna send an email back, and the stories are amazing. One guy was his first day listening at all, and he's a professor. <laughs> I, I think it was of chemistry, and he's you know he's just talking. He just wrote a long email about his faith and. And most of the people said, I've been a listener for like two, three years. So this isn't there. These people are from all, all around the country. And mm -hmm. so clearly the message has gone out and it's gone beyond St. Louis and the St. Louis area. And so it was, it was really fun to see. I'm not going to keep emailing everybody if you send me an email necessarily. I want to try. But but that was really <laughs> humbling to hear and to see how God's word is going throughout the nations. Really. Yeah, those were, I enjoyed reading those emails as well as they came in. It, I, I will say it was fun passing along the email that said, love mom and dad too. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty cool as well. Uh, we have more to learn about from our new host of Thy Strong Word, Pastor Brady Finnern. Uh, in just a moment, you're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Sarah's out today. She'll be back with us soon, good Lord willing. Um, and she's probably going to be really disappointed that uh, I snuck in Pastor Brady Finnern to be a guest uh, while she was out, because I know she was hoping to be a part of this conversation as well. Uh, but uh, it, it's fun. We get some one-on-one -on -one time to talk with Pastor Brady Finnern about um, who is Pastor Brady Finnern and what it's like being host of Thy Strong Word here on KFUO. Now, you had mentioned that your congregation was supportive, your family was supportive of you coming on and being host of Thy Strong Word uh, because it's all about the Word of God. Why is it so important to you, Pastor, to to study the Word of God regularly? 
Well, Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the vision of soul and spirit and joints and marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. I mean, this this goes back and forth. One time, uh, one time I was studying the Bible with one of our members, and we were at a gro- well, it was a, it was a restaurant in a grocery store. You know, we <laughs> Minnesotans try to make it all very convenient so we don't get confused. And so we were, you know, this little little nook, and and we were sitting there studying, and this guy comes up up to us, and he just says, you know, um, of joints and marrow, and then he walks away, and I was like, what, what was that? <laughs> Well, he was quoting Hebrews 4.12 to us. You know, he's just like, this is great. Two men and the word of God. What a blessing that is. And so what what it is, is is living and active. So whenever you're in the word of God, whether it is in church, whether it's online right now, you're receiving the sacrament, whether you're receiving forgiveness, all those things, it is living and active and it's working on you. It's refreshing you. We're hearing this in 2 Corinthians right now, the refreshment that comes from God, from people that God brings to your life. And so to be in the word of God, knowing that you are, that you, whether you feel it or not, you know that you are being filled with God's grace, filled with the Holy Spirit, and and, and God is pointing you once again to Christ. That's where a, a passion comes of mine is to be in the word, not as much as you can. I've even said, like, if you're in the Bible 20 hours a day, then you probably are not serving your other vocations, you know, like <laughs> to say, well, you just be in the Bible all day. Like, well, that's great, but let's get, I can guarantee there's dishes that need to be done in your home. I mean, come on, this is a little too much. But to be in the word of God, knowing every single time, five, 10, whatever it might be, minutes, you know that the Holy Spirit's working on you and the Holy Spirit points you to Christ every single time. Hmm. Amen to, uh, to hear that <laughs> word of God. You can, you can study the word of God while you're doing dishes, by the way. Because I know, you that's can what's listen great. to thy strong word. That's true. You can listen to thy strong word while doing the dishes. Good well, point. you can't because you have to have a microphone and that would be too loud. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You see, I'm thinking of this because that's usually when I watch a movie when I'm doing the dishes. I do the dishes in my house, um, but mostly because I can't fix anything. So I do the dishes to justify me being in the house or else there might not be much of a purpose since I can't fix anything. <laughs> so anyways, that's why I'm thinking. That's why I use dishes because that's what I do in my house. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So you can, and I, you know, that would be a fun survey to see how many of our listeners do the dishes while they're listening to thy strong word. Hey, there you go. Uh, see, there yeah, you go. Listen to the word while you're living out your vocations. Um, so what, since the word of God is so important and it's, it, it really does shape us, it does impact us um, so greatly. I mean, that's, it's what it, it, it very, it, it's the living word of God and mm-hmm. it gives us life. What do you hope to accomplish with thy strong word? You you've set out some some serious goals. I know when you were planning for thy strong word <laughs> for the season, you set out some serious goals. What do you hope um, thy strong word will be? What do you hope to do in thy strong word? Well, I'll talk about that goal a little bit later. the The aim is really to build off the work and the foundation of the previous host. I mean, this really is a um, um, this is a, a continuation of the Bible study that was on every time I would drive in because I lived in South St. Louis and we would, this is my second year of seminary, and drive in from South St. Louis by the brewery and drive in and I would listen to the Bible study where it's amazing. Many of those guys that I would listen to are, are now my guests. I mean, it's just a very humbling thing. Building off the Bible study 
what uh, Will Whedon did with Thy Strong Word, had a great conversation with him, um, what AJ Espinosa did. And I mean, those guys, I marvel at what those guys did because they would, they would be able to listen. And now, like I said, my respect for them has, has doubled, quadrupled. I mean, you name it because they would have these guests and every single day you have to be on track and keep other people on track. And so building off what they did, because they always pointed it back to the truth of the scriptures and point them back to Christ. So really it is, it is a continuation thing. you know, that's not like I'm, you know, making something completely new here by any stretch, but I think I'll tell a story. Can I tell a story? We have time. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So I'll tell you a story is, you know, I graduated from Gus Davis Adolphus college, which is an ELCA college in Minnesota. I met my bride there and and had a great experience there, still hanging out with a lot of people. But my first year of college was at Concordia, Nebraska. And in that in that year, which was a great blessing, um, I had an Old Testament class in the spring. And I remember I was studying with a bunch of other people, maybe four or five of us. And while we're studying the Old Testament, I believe it was the story of Abraham and Isaac. We were sitting there and one gal just says, I've had a horrible day. You know, this is one of those weird you don't really know what to say moments. And then she said, I feel like Jonah. And then another gal next to her goes, oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I know what you mean. I mean, I feel like I got swallowed by a whale. And a couple other people, you nod their heads. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get it. And I said, who's Jonah? And so I had no idea. I had no idea wow. who Jonah was. Okay. Now, now to be fair, Veggie Tales had not brought out Jonah <laughs> quite yet. So I, you know, I feel somewhat justified in that. I grew up in a Christian home. My dad's a Missouri Synod pastor. My mom is Lutheran uh, trained in, as a Lutheran school teacher. Um, my mom's an organist. And and here I was asking, who is Jonah? It doesn't mean I wasn't taught. What it means is that I wasn't paying attention. And, and it's not that I didn't care necessarily. It just kind of went off, you know, and didn't really think about it. I had no clue. And, and this is something where um, I'll never forget this because it was like three gals. I think two of them are Lutheran school teachers and another one, Mary, a pastor or something like that. And I remember how patient and polite they were to me. They could have thrown me under the bus and said, this guy is a joke. Because I was talking even about ministry in those days. But they took their time. They kept things simple. And I, I've seen, I think I've seen, I think I've seen all three after this point. And I, I've told them that story and thank, thank them for that patience. And I tell you, that's how I want to do thy strong word is I want to keep things simple because I'm a simple guy. I mean, literally I eat oatmeal every morning for breakfast. I mean, I'm not a complex <laughs> person. You know, if I put raisins in, it is almost spice to me. Okay. So I'm a simple guy. I didn't know this. I, I, I want to teach this. Um, almost as if people don't know the Jonah story. Now, I'm not trying to dumb it down. I'm not trying to do that at all. What I'm saying is to try to explain everything in order to dig deep. I mean, yesterday we uh, dug deep with President Harrison on 2 Corinthians 8. It was wonderful. Great terms, great this. You know, he's speaking about all parts of Scripture. We want to do that. But, but our goal is to make sure that people see Christ in the Scriptures and slowly and patiently teach the word so they can learn the riches of our Lord Jesus, who has called us out of darkness and do his marvelous light, just like those young ladies did for me now would be 22 years ago. Wow. That is a story. <laughs> it's it's really yeah. pathetic in many ways, but oh. it also is very, very humbling. <laughs> oh, but that's insightful because, one, because y you were you were bold enough to ask, you know, to admit that you didn't know. And which is, I think that says something, you know, that, that, that it's important that, that we can ask uh, when we don't know something. 
I think that's quite important. Um, but two, as you pointed out, that they were so patient and that they were willing to uh, to be patient with you and uh, and to answer your question and and to uh, I, I guess to not be uh, judgmental because you were in that class and didn't know who Jonah was. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I just remember I remember that very clearly, like that, and the gal next to me is like the Pentateuch, and I was like what are you talking about? You know, so not the gospels. I, uh, I think there's four of them, you know, I mean, just <laughs> what's going on and all these things. I mean, they were so patient and I, I just remember going through all that, but I remember this too, is that we went through the Abraham and Isaac story. And I remember this gal went through it piece by piece and said, Brady, what does this sound like? And I was like, uh, carrying wood, only son going up a hill to sacrifice. I don't know. And she's like, Jesus, Oh, okay. You know, just that kind of, those kind of moments are so great. And and that I know that's what happens on KFU. I know that's what happens on everything that you guys do. And I know, and I pray that it happens when we do thy strong word, that we are able to have um, the gems that are in our, in the scriptures that always point us back to him. Amen. Amen. Well, if you are not a listener of Thy Strong Word, now you have to go listen to Thy Strong Word. Catch Pastor Brady Finner in there because he shares stories like this on there too as well from time to time. Uh, so you got to check out Thy Strong Word weekdays at 11 o'clock on KFU, 11 o'clock Central, 11 to noon. Or you can check out the podcast anywhere you get your podcasts or kfuo.org. Uh, some great content there, some great Bible studies. What are we working through right now, Pastor? We are in 2 Corinthians, and uh, today will be on 2 Corinthians uh, 8, towards the end of chapter 8, and tomorrow we'll be on chapter 9. So that's where we are. Very good. Very good. Good stuff. Pastor Brady Finner, host of Thy Strong Word right here on KFUO. Catch him weekdays at 11 o'clock or the podcast at kfuo.org or anywhere you get your podcast. Pastor Finner, thanks so much for being my guest on the Coffee Hour today. As we say, you bet. <laughs> You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.